you like me now? All right, and now we finally have made it back to Chicago, and it's been a couple of days. We're recording this on a Tuesday. The show took place on Saturday, but we promised we would give reactions um, to the show that we saw. We weren't able to do one on the car ride back. Had a had a long car ride back, good car ride back, and now we're here in Chris's office, <laughs> um, his place of work. After hours, and it is myself, Charlie, and Chris. Introduce yourself. How you doing? Yep, doing all right, man. Um, so uh, just had a great weekend. We had that LaSalle trip. Yep. Great AEW show, and then following that, uh, attended C2E2 on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, which that well, was, I did it. You did. Uh, right. It right. was an experience of its own, which um, um, I actually recorded a podcast right after because I was so excited of, of my experience and the Lucha Underground stuff that I that I encountered, so well, you guys will hear about that uh, at, a, at a different time. Yeah, Chris has a solo pod and actually had a really, really interesting story. You have a knack for, you have a knack for meeting, meeting and greets, I feel. <laughs> they just come natural. Would you right. agree with that? Yeah, um, you know, the buddy that I went with, uh, he's like, bro, like, you just, like, everywhere you go, you either get lucky or you know a guy or you'll do this, that, and the other. So, yeah, I was fortunate enough, um, you know, you, you'll hear about the famous golden ticket, um, that, that was access to everything and all Lucha Underground. Run home, Chris. <laughs> Run home as fast as you can. Yeah. It's like Chris in the Lucha Factory. Um, I don't think that. I don't think luck has anything to do with it. I think you're just a personable. Find you find something to talk about. You're easy to talk to. So and my my thing is like, and I I think I probably said this at a different podcast or something. Like, my thing, whenever I go to, you know, a, a sporting event or things like that, like, it's just, like, act like you belong. If they tell you you don't belong there, then that's fine. Like, right. just get removed. But, you know, not doing it maliciously, but, you know, just act like you belong. A quick story. Uh, at, a, at my first Blitz event, yeah. uh, we, had to meet, we had to make a line to meet Kurt Angle. Um, and I had, uh, da, 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 uh, da, 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 yeah, da. I had a big, uh, uh, big camera. And I'm like... I started thinking. I'm like, I'll just walk up there. They'll think I'm a photographer. And uh, why did you have a big camera with you? Uh, because it was my first indie show. That was my first indie show, and we were meeting so you Kurt a Angle. Pro professional. And camera? I bought a big DL oh, DLSR camera, and I was like, <laughs> we're gonna take pictures, and this is gonna be great. Uh, so like, the camera allowed me to just cut the line and take pictures and do a meet and greet without having to go through all the. Did Angle say anything? Uh, no, no, no. Like he, you know, he was down. He was there taking pictures, signing autographs, and uh, you know, I paid for my eight by ten because I, I got one. And yeah. Uh, but but before that, I, I went in there taking pic, you know, just just kind of general pictures, so they so I could give the impression that I was a photographer. So um, did it have like the camera strap and everything, or? Uh, yeah. Would it yeah, yeah, and I took a few pictures, uh, you know, during during that time, and then after I was done, I went to the car, put it in the car, and enjoyed the show. Is that is that the mark up moment of the year uh, for you, bringing a professional camera, <laughs> or that year that you went to that uh, place? Probably, bro, because like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to expect. You know, like it was a, you know, I, we bought tickets because Kurt Angle was going to be there, but uh, Sabu yeah. was on that card. Oh, Sabu was there. Um, yeah. How how many years ago was this? Like two years ago, uh, maybe more. Yeah, probably through three years ago, maybe. Because okay. I've been to three 
uh, Blitz Blitz events, and then they have their main cards. You remember what's it called? Blitz Mania or oh yeah, no, WrestleFest, WrestleFest, right? Yeah. WrestleFest right. is their WrestleMania. Yeah. So I anytime I've been to Blitz has been to a WrestleFest, um, and I've done three. Cool. So, so yeah, that being my first indie show, I took a big old camera and you know that was your first indie show ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and then after that, we you know came across AEW and been there since. Yeah. And freelance and then. Uh, I think that's and then well lucha i've been at the temple and yeah yeah i've never been brought a, a big old camera ever since that i would time. i would consider going to another blitz show because did you see who they're bringing in recently yeah they're bringing uh marty the moth and yeah. i think they actually had a show with marty, marty the moth. Moth. so he's been a constant there uh-huh. um i don't know the name of this guy but he's i know he's going under luchasaurus yeah he's that one guy, of the new characters in right. underground i don't i oh, can't remember his name okay but the crowd started chanting Luchasaurus, and I think he just adopted that, and he's wearing the mask and everything. He's a season three guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I know, um, I, I want to say it's Damien666 or so, uh, something 666. I know there's a Damien666, but there might be his brother or somebody else okay. that they're bringing along to. Um, and and they're, they're beefing up their cards, not necessarily big WWE names. Yeah. Because um, that's what they would normally do, bring legends and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're bringing something different. So. Yeah. You know, I, I really like Marty Namath. I think he's great in Lucha Underground. He, he was there at uh, C2. He didn't have a table or anything, but he was like lurking around and, and kind of <laughs> doing the, the Melissa Santos creepy bastard thing. Oh, man. Yeah. I would have loved that. He actually, I think he responded to like one of my Twitter DMs. Uh-huh. I basically just said, like, I, you know, great work. Keep doing you or that's something right, general did, like yeah. that. It might have been on the two heels so on the face Twitter, the yeah. Heels, yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, he, the creepy, the creepy bastard, creepy bastard gimmick. I think yeah. he does that so well, like uh, really, so really well. Um, so yeah, I would consider a blitz show in the future. But that's a great experience. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to your C2E2, and then we'll be uploading that probably yeah, sure. shortly after this. And so let's get right to it. Bro. Let's get to it. So there's. A lot, there's a decent amount of matches on this Path to Redemption card, and I did not have a ton of notes for all of them. There's mm-hmm. some matches where just like one or two quick things stuck out to me. So I think we can rapid fire through some of these. But prior to that, what was your first um, your first thoughts or a reaction to, to the venue and, and to the layout? Like, what, what were you thinking? Because I, like, I, I remember we mm-hmm. talked briefly, like, once we got there, uh, we are like, this is... I I was expecting a small venue, but you brought up the the live feed that sometimes they'll have, and it made it Facebook seem, Live. Yeah. Yes, if the Facebook so. Live, they did a Facebook Live uh, f- for one of the matches in mm-hmm. the sale, and the way the camera was positioned, it looked like the venue was large, a pretty large venue. Mm-hmm. So when we got up there, it was smaller than I expected. Mm-hmm. But there was enough room for everyone. Yeah. And, and it's not to say that small venues are bad, because well, Berwyn's small, and that venue's awesome, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but it was just, it, it was, I had different expectations going in based on just that Facebook Live video that, yeah. I, see, that I saw. The screen, they had a screen up there, which was cool. Right. And, but there was, like, a light post right in front of the screen. Oh, yeah, from from the angle we were sitting at? Yeah, from... from well, from, I think from a lot of angles. Probably from our whole side... Yeah. Like our whole side of the ring 
mm -hmm. that was hard to watch that screen just because of the light post. Um, but uh, I have a note on promos that I can touch on later. Mm -hmm. But the people working at the concession stand, super friendly, got some free food at the mm -hmm. end of the event, didn't even need to mm -hmm. ask. There was like a ton of leftover hot dogs that were just going to go to waste. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. I mean, the drive, we kept busy on the drive with mm -hmm. the podcast that you, the listener, heard. So it wasn't bad. Like, I don't know. I know I can do a general summary at the end, but um, what did you think of it? Yeah, no, I think... Um, so first of all, we ended up going through a side door. Yeah, we right? went through the wrong door. Yep. <laughs> we went through the wrong door. Uh, but then, you know, we found uh, Tony at the ticket table mm -hmm. and we, we were able to get in. Um, I mean, it was... It was good, I think, and, and we were able. We were there early enough. Uh, yep. To to be able to get a good spot at the GA side. Um, yep. And I, I I mean I I think overall venue wise, like yeah, it's it's a small venue. It's then like you said, it's not a bad thing. But um, mm -hmm. and and obviously, um, there's there's room maybe for improvement if there, that light wasn't in the way. <laughs> right. But, you know, I mean, the little things that you can nitpick about, but I, I think it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A um, different ring, though, blue ring. Different ring. It wasn't their ring. It was someone else's. It was the it was ring like, left over, I think, from, from Drew, Dreamwave. From Dreamwave, yeah. So, first match on the card, uh, Brubaker, a guy I've seen at Pro Wrestling Blitz, mm -hmm. and one half of Zero Gravity, Esparza. Mm -hmm. They it was in, they were in a tag team against two of the new guys from uh, new AEW newer newer studies you could say yeah uh, Trey Miguel and Stephen Wolf um, Esparza and Brew Baker that's the he a heel face tag team mm -hmm. and, and it's interesting that Esparza was doing the heel gimmick usually there they I mean zero gravity comes as yeah a baby face yeah yeah he was a little bit and then after the match Brew Baker turned on him got some got his heat back. Uh, Trey Miguel and Stephen Wold ended up getting the win. Um, it was a fine opener. I don't really have much to say about this match, do you? Um, no, it was a good opener. I mean, it, it definitely kind of uh, brought the crowd in and like let them know like this is the show. Like, and we're kicking it off because I mean, you know, we have Trey and Wolf who are um, like fast paced, you yep. know, high flying, very athletic, and obviously you get that with uh, Zero G as well. But mm -hmm. um, I think, I think it was a fine match. Yeah, it was a good start. Next was a local LaSalle guy, LaSalle's very own Mike Hartenbauer, Hartenbauer versus Danny Adams, the millennial. I, I like love that nickname, nickname <laughs> but for Danny, not LaSalle's very own, but um, I love the millennial as a nickname. That is perfect, and that's a perfect, because millennials get a lot of shit, mm -hmm. and I've talked about this on uh, another podcast I have that we don't need to go into that and like the whole Simon Sinek video. Mm -hmm. uh, but millennials get a lot of shit and Simon Sinek breaks it down in multiple ways. And I think that's a perfect mm -hmm. heel gimmick basically to yeah, be sure. like a privileged millennial that like just And definitely the crowd, like LaSalle's very own, right? Like the crowd gets behind Hardenbauer a lot. Like there's signs of him. Like the yeah. crowd has signs for him and everything. So um, I haven't seen much of his work. I heard his name before. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll be a constant, or he is a constant in LaSalle. He looked a little out of shape, to be semi-critical. <laughs> uh -huh. um, I don't know. That's maybe, you he know, maybe... saving his energy, because he did double duty, bro. He did do double duty, but maybe, you know, he's got... This is AEW now, uh -huh. so if he's going to be here, uh, this is the, the big leagues of, right, of they, the indie they've scene. Right, they raised the bar so high, right? Like, we, we expect, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's true. 
It's damn true. Um, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> did you, oh Scott? There's something that popped in my head, and now I can't think of it. Uh, oh, there was a sign guy. Did you see the sign guy over yeah, to the yeah. left of us? Uh huh. He had like the, all of these pre-made the, signs, and they the were all toes, the the yeah the kick out at two sign, mm -hmm. the holy shit sign, which is basically emojis of uh -huh. the smiley face with a halo around its head plus the poop emoji. Mm -hmm. He had the holy shit sign. And then, like, a bunch of other generic ones. There was, like, a, I think a boo sign. Uh, Probably, but, yeah, he had several signs. I, yeah, and then I think that was, he had a LVO sign, the sounds very own. Right, that's right. It was, like, it was like he had, like, six signs, and then there was a new sign on the front and back of each, so he had, like, 12 total that uh -huh. he was just rotating um, based on the situation in the ring. I just thought that was funny. Uh, so, Harnbauer did win this match. Uh, I have a note here, promos on the screen. Thank you. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. There was there was promo for Chucky e. T and his birthday, and it also being Earth Day. Um, Veda and uh, Gregory Iron had a good promo. Fitchett had a promo. Alex Daniels had a promo, and I th felt like there was a consistent theme mm -hmm. of the promos almost ending, and then someone saying like, "Wait, did we tell you to end the promo? You can't end the promo." Uh -huh. And there were, like in three out of the four of them, there was that theme. Thank you, just thank you know thank you AW for for doing that for us. It's, it was much needed because we didn't get that at Joe's so. Yeah, it's great sure. stuff. Told the story. Um, any comment on that? Uh, on what? On the promos? On the or? promos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, you know, again, going back to the screen, we couldn't see what was going on a lot. But, I mean, overall, the fact that they did promos in the ring, we had uh, backstage promos, time, you know, yeah. you know, giving us a reason why they were about to go against each other. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Daniels, I think, was in the ring, and then the others were mm -hmm. on the screen. But that's a good point. Next match was Paco, who's a favorite. He's a fan favorite. Bro, so do, do you remember Paco? Like, I, I've seen Paco several times. I know I've seen Paco wrestle before. At but he's just, like, as soon as he came out, like, because I think the first, my first AEW show, he wrestled Silas Young. Okay. Um, so, you know, Silas being a super heel all the time and, you know, cutting those in-ring promos before the matches, like, automatically, you know, made Paco the baby face. And ever since, he's always getting a pop, like... Yeah, um, and I don't know. What, I mean, he's he seems like he's got a, like a lot of good uh -huh. babyface energy, but maybe it's just because his name's so fun to say and like Paco. Paco, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Paco and some guy named Ace Perry, who I've never heard of, mm -hmm. and versus Braxton Miller and Buck Nasty, accompanied by Scarlett Bordeaux, yeah. who was looking fine. This was uh, Buck Nasty is very, very, very kooky. I love it. Yeah, um, I definitely. He's 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 super innovative. I feel just like his mm -hmm. reactions and the way he's that very he does unique things. in the way yeah. he moves in the ring. Even though like after taking a bump, he like exaggerates a little bit. Yeah. Or even when he's walking up to his opponent, he does those big stomps and moving his arms a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they they came, they came out first, Braxton and Buck Nasty, and with no hoverboard. No hoverboard. Yeah, I think it's done for good. And then Paco and Ace Perry came out, and like Buck Nasty, instead of just like getting out of the ring, so the faces could get in the ring, he like slid on his stomach and like an army dove like uh -huh. out of the ring under the bottom rope. I just think that that's an yeah, example yeah. of like mm -hmm. weird shit he does. That's uh -huh, funny for sure. Uh, so Paco and Ace Perry got the pinfall. I don't remember too much of the match except for some Braxton Buck Nasty antics, but I thought it was fine. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think there was a maybe a. Scarlet distraction at some point. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was a good match. And um, again, like, it's always fun seeing Paco. What's. Who else did we had after that? Chuck Taylor versus Alex Daniels. 
birthday boy. Birthday boy. Um, yeah, I told him. I remember everyone was giving him a lot of congratulations after this match, and it was his birthday, Chuck. Uh-huh. So that's cool to see. Um, Alex Daniels is the real life Ben Affleck. That's right. That's his gimmick, mm-hmm. and he had three Ben Affleck shirts on. And then there was multiple Ben Affleck movie quote references during the match. So yeah. it was like comedy on comedy, which is a mm-hmm. perfect match for Chuck Taylor. One of the quotes was "No more reindeer games," and I uh-huh. thought that got like a good pop. Um, it was funny. I, Chuck Taylor always has a place on my card, in my opinion. Yep, I, I'm 100 percent mm-hmm. on that. Anything else? Um, I, I don't remember much. Like I now okay. that you mentioned the, the 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 references and things like that. Like, yeah. Some of it comes back, but um, but yeah, like you said, uh, you know, Chuck's on the card, Chuck's on the match. Like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy his work. I'm hoping. Did you ever see the video where he did that uh, atomic bomb? Atomic drop. drop? Well, right, atomic drop, but okay. he, he mimics like he has a, a a a grenade of some sort. Oh no! And then he like puts it, you know, in his uh, opponent's uh, pants, and then he does the atomic drop, and then like everybody blows up in the ring. Uh, oh, you've never no. seen that? No, I, I've, I've never seen, seen it that. like once or twice, and in, in you know some YouTube videos or some you know. Uh, tweets that people put out there but i've always been waiting for him to do it at AEW, you know but you know it hasn't happened yet hopefully it will so. yeah he he scoop slammed alex daniels and said this is for batman versus superman because yeah. apparently that movie sucked um so i thought that was really funny and after that was matt fitchett versus zachary once uh so i feel like this is where the card started to just pick up a little bit in action fitchett versus once and Although these guys are usually in a tag team, I thought they did fine in singles match. But um, it was just, I mean, it was fine. It was okay. It was a little bit better than I think everything we've seen on the card right now. But I feel like these two do really well in their respective tag teams. Fitchett versus Wentz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next was Holly versus Mil Mortes. Right. Hardcore Holly came out with his classic WWF music, which was... And classic outfit. And classic outfit. Right. Yeah, white boots. Yeah, pink and blue in the spandex. I thought it was great. Um, he was very appreciative of the style crowd. Uh, him and him and Mills' mo- match was one of the biggest draws for me. Mm-hmm. And it was. I felt like it was almost... You could kind of tell they had... Maybe, I don't even know if like they knew about each other before this match. Uh-huh. I, because I don't feel like the chemistry was there. Not that I didn't enjoy the match because it was cool to see Hardcore Holly. Mm-hmm. There was some rough shoulder blocks, a power slam, et cetera, et cetera, a couple of Alabama slams. But it almost seemed like them, I mean, it's them two being too guys. random. Yeah, them mm-hmm. being too random and too big guys, there wasn't a ton of chemistry. That's just my yeah, opinion. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of It was missing a little something. I don't know if it was chemistry that wasn't there, but, um, I mean, who knows? It, it, it could have been, you know, a language barrier. Yep. Um, although I think Mill speaks some English, not sure. I tried speaking to him in Spanish, and um, well, he's also known, you know, he, he's known as a as a wrestler without a mask in Mexico. Yep. Um, so I don't know if he's still, you know, because he does the lucha underground thing. He does his thing and, and takes off the mask, and maybe he's not really used to talking with the mask. He okay. Doesn't do a lot of talking. Um, so I chucked it up to that that he didn't say much when when I interacted with him. Okay. Um, he he had a handler with him at the table. Yeah, um, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was a uh, you know two guys from different worlds, you know, 
and and not not clicking. So it could been it could have been some of that. But uh, yeah. yeah, the match was just punch kicks, and and you know some some slams. Yeah. Um, maybe like more mill heat, more heat on mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's. I feel like that's that's right on. Like he needed a little bit more heat to be the heel because clearly, um, Hardcore Holly was was a fan favorite. He was a babyface in this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like Mill Mill in Lucha Underground almost like scares me. Like mm-hmm. he's so godlike and will like just rip someone in half if he needs to. Oh, there was a spear. There was a Mill spear. I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's what he uses as his finisher. Yeah, that in was Lucha. the. Um, that was the start of the match, right? Yeah, maybe. Like it was like really took early. Off right away with the, with the spear, I think. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe just like more heat to the point where like, I don't know, maybe you're hurting this old man and he just doesn't care. And I would have been cool mm-hmm. if he came out with like his cape and his garb and stuff like that. Yeah. He just didn't seem as menacing to me as right. he usually does. I don't know. Um, and then at the end of this match, uh, you know, the, the, the crowd uh, thanks Holly for coming out. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, he cuts a promo, right? Where he yeah, where he comes out and, and he talks about like he thanks the crowd obviously, and then he gets a cup of a uh, uh, Hall of Fame or Hall of Famer chance. Remember yep. this? Mm-hmm. And um, you know he he thanks the crowd and whatnot, and then he also says announces that he'll be back, and he's going after Sammy. Yeah, he's gonna so, wrestle Sammy Callahan in August. That's when they're coming back. Right, to and LaSalle. then that's the the comeback to LaSalle. Yep. So. That should be an interesting one. I wonder if Sammy has the belt then, probably, in August. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to take the belt off of Sammy now. Um, intermission. Yeah. This is the time that I used to um, send a few texts to the CFO of the household and get approved on some expenses. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you got the mill package, the mill right. combo? I what was the, the mill combo? combo? It was uh, the mask. It was uh, a shirt. And an eight by ten. Yeah, for so, for one fifty. Okay, so that was a mask, a shirt, and an eight by ten. Yeah, I feel like a mask itself I, could go for one fifty. Yeah, so that was a deal in my opinion. I was I was trying to um, you know poach his in ring mask, but he was selling that for three hundred. Yeah, and that's that was, pricey. Phoenix Phoenix's in ring was uh, he gave me the deal on that. right. He gave me a deal, but yeah. his his price is two fifty. Oh, in in ring. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was funny though. Yeah, I remember you like I got the call or I got the okay, and <laughs> right. then you come back with all those mill merch. Yeah, uh, that was sweet. Uh, after intermission, um, we saw Veda Scott mm-hmm. going to take on Samantha Heights. Who Veda Scott, by the way? You had never seen her. Right? I I've seen a picture of her, but like not not in ring, like not in person. Not in ring, not in person. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was just like, God, she's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just never like really took a look at her. But it's the glasses. Bro. It's the she glasses. The yeah, mm-hmm. the glasses, the hair, um, the attitude. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it, yeah. I think it's like the office. She's got like the office, uh, you know, uh, hot sales chick thing mm-hmm. going. I don't know. That yeah. that may just maybe a personal thing, but I was like, <laughs> damn. Well, you know? we got to go check out your office, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've just never seen enough of her stuff. And then um, that made me, like, want to go, like, I saw mm-hmm. some of her Ring of Honor promos and, like, things mm-hmm. like that. She can really talk, so that's great. Yeah, and she came out accompanied by um, Gregory Iron, Gregory who we Iron. haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Is it Iron or Irons? It might be Iron. 
Yeah, I might be messing it up now. I don't know. What else? Is, I, I like it. I like his, the, the heat that he gets. and Yeah, he's really good on the mic, too. Yeah. Very good at, at uh, relating his cerebral palsy, right, mm-hmm. to and getting heat from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he holds the microphone with that hand and... Yeah, so they're like a, they're like a, it's almost like two, like they should separate them because they're both really good at talking, but yeah. they work really well together. Um, so it was Scott versus Samantha Heights, and then Hart and Bauer came out because to even out the odds, right? Because she was to even out the odds, yeah. and then it, it played on the story that was in one of the promos earlier. Uh huh. Great storytelling, and it came, became a tag team match, and I believe Gregory Iron got the schoolboy roll up. Yeah. Um, uh, victory on Samantha. Heights, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. So keeping um, the heat alive. Yeah. Uh, intergender stuff, which is cool. And yeah, it was fine. And Heights and Veda didn't, didn't really do too... Uh, it was mostly like cat fighting a little bit here and there. A lot um, of, like, it wasn't yeah, a like lot of technical stuff. Roll out stuff. the ring type yeah. of stuff. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they, they had a few spots or whatnot. It, it wasn't a long match either. No, it wasn't. Uh, this match, next match, Show Stealer, probably... Oh. And yeah. the longest, Big Mike, consistently for like the past like three AW shows that I've been to, yeah, probably that's safe to say three yeah. is is stealing the show. He's been like consistently really really good, and he faced Daga, mm-hmm. Daga's first AEW. It was show. yeah, I wasn't sure about that, but it was his, his AEW debut, and and like you know a lot of a lot of wrestlers right like that we've seen come from um, well I guess the Rebellion right now like. You know, when they come to AEW, it's like, yeah, this is home. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the promo after, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first, Let, I let's got... Let's get a rebel. Sorry, I just had the thought. I'm like, let's get a Rebellion versus um, OI4K. Oh. Yes. That's already kind of happened in more ways than one, right? Right, right. Right. Get Ray Ray down yeah. here? Mm-hmm. That'd be great, because there's four of them, right? Well, there's... Yeah, there's four that can go. Yeah. I mean, right now we have... Um, or we could well, do. Well, no, we could even if it's a three on three, like Penta, Phoenix, and and, uh, Daga, and Daga versus Sammy and the the Christ Brothers. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Um, or like a Killer Cult, get a get Ray Ray down here. Oh, okay. Do uh, Abyss. Now we can throw Abyss in. Throw there Abyss in there. Yes. Yeah. I don't really like <laughs> Abyss, but uh, no, we just give Abyss shit. But that would be really cool. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Ray calls AEW or Ray Phoenix calls AEW his home, and I think Daga is probably in the same situation, right? Like, yeah. Looking for more work now mm-hmm. because of the the rebellion. And uh, I mean, and you know, to fast forward to the end of the match, yeah, know, he he also thanks the crowd, and there's a please come back chance, and so as as he's doing cutting his promo, right? Like I'm like, all right, Charlie, move out the way. I go up there because I'm like, all right, I want to give him props and you know throw in a few dollars. Yeah. To get the crowd, you know, to to show his appreci- their appreciations for for the match or whatnot, uh, in you know Luchador style, right? So I'm throwing mm-hmm. my dollar. It hits the post. Oh. <laughs> and uh, did it get picked up? Uh, it got picked up near uh-huh. the end, but it was like, yeah, nobody's throwing in dollars. So let me throw in another. You one. started. I think you started right, that trend. So I, yeah. I threw, I threw the other one, in, uh-huh. and and uh, and then people started, you know, throwing them in. So that was pretty cool. Because yeah. also Daga had, I don't know uh, what his travel arrangements were, where he was coming from. He didn't have a lot of merch on the table. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of merch. Um, I didn't even recognize that he was standing there, remember? Yeah. Because he had like a backwards hat on and like Under Armour. He mm-hmm. just looked like 
I don't know. I thought he was like a Paco or an Ace Perry or like mm-hmm. he just looked like a wrestler, but he didn't have any merch. Yeah. And, I, and then you're like, dude, that's Daga. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like he was just blind. He was so blend in with uh-huh. just like the regular crowd. So, yeah. uh, and when, because uh, I was trying to buy, you know, a shirt from him, you know, uh, I know I said I'm going to keep it down on the shirts, but it's don't Daga. Let, don't, shh, don't let her, don't uh, let her <laughs> hear you, bro. She, was, she, she saw me coming in with the Mil Mortis shirt. She's like, oh, well, that's going to be washed up early. That has glitter all over it. I know, <laughs> the glitter shirts. And then Luchador's got to stop putting glitter yeah. on the shirts. I'm not or, a fan. Or at of that. least, you know, whoever makes them, uh, don't don't overdo it with the glitter. Yeah, man. Um, You're but yeah, ruining they get, the rest they get of washed clothes. separately, and uh, the trick is to lightly pass the the lint roller over it after it's being washed. Okay. So you remove the extra, the excess glittery stuff, and and whatever sticks, it's not gonna fall. So I figured that one out. So tip for those out there. So you wash it once. You wash it once while it's wet. You do the lint roller. It picks up all the glittery stuff all the loose stuff yeah or there is there still glitter on it or after you do that or no it's all yeah, yeah you're, you're not gonna on. hardly okay. press on it you just lightly you know put yeah. the lint roller on it okay. and then throw it in the dryer and you're good all right so that's what i did with the lucha brothers and uh the pentagon after you know several washes <laughs> the, the, the pentagon was the first one that i had glitter all over right and, and you same. had the same issue right yeah so so yeah mills mills is going into that bucket first um but yeah, uh, so yeah, I know that Daga didn't have many, many, you know, si- different sizes or a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really wanted him to to get the AEW experience, and that was my way of, of saying like embrace him and you know throw a dollar and see if people would follow, and they sure enough did. So yeah, that was great. Elgin said that he's he thinks Daga's found a home, mm-hmm. um, and Elgin now is going to face Zack Saber Jr. Yeah. At the show that I will not be at, but you'll probably... Did you get your ticket for that? I have not gotten my ticket for it. Take no um, prisoners, right? But, yeah, at this point, you know, I'll probably go home and, and buy it tonight or something, but I'm going to go. Like Take no prisoners a year ago was was Penta versus Ray, right? Ray Phoenix. Oh, bro. That, so that was the... That match was That's amazing. when I threw my 100 pesos. Oh, you had pesos uh, on oh, Yeah, so you didn't... Okay, so maybe you, you didn't know the story. So Because we were, you know, briefly talking back then, I think. We yeah, knew yeah, of yeah. each other. We knew of each other. Um, so I got stage tickets for that, you know, and that's when I bought my the, the first Pentagon Junior and and Phoenix mask, because that's when they I think they were barely starting to come to AEW. Yeah, they'd only come a couple okay, times, yeah. and like, like since that, or maybe that was, was like the second time, second they came. or third time yeah. I think. And uh, so I bought their masks. Like I like I want that mask. I don't know if they're gonna come back at that point. I'm like I don't know how often they'll be here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you know they finished their match, and. I look into my wallet and I'm like, fuck, like why well, I spent all my money already, right? <laughs> um, so I had, and I always carry, um, usually my, when my grandpa or my grandma come over, they'll always, you know, try to leave me, you know, some pesos that they have. Okay. Um, as a, you know, nice gesture. Of That's a hundred pesos is equivalent to how many U.S. dollars? So, uh, so I know $20 is, no, I'm sorry. Well, a we dollar, can look it yeah, up later. Yeah, we can figure that out. Mm-hmm. I, I should know this by heart. <laughs> um, but anyway, I throw in my, you know, because I didn't have anything, so I just yeah. balled up the 100 pesos that my grandpa gave me last time he was here, and I threw them out there. Um, and sure enough, everybody started throwing money at them. I didn't know if it, if it was going to stick. Like, Wait, did you start it? I, I don't know if I did. No, because so, okay. no, I, I won't take credit for it because okay. I threw it. And the peso, if you ever, and I don't have one with me or else I would show you, the, the texture is more like, plasticky okay so you crumble it and it's like if you're throwing a piece of pla- a light piece of plastic so it doesn't go as far 
it, so, okay, it's lighter. And I was at the, I was on stage, so you would think I would make it, <laughs> but the air took it, uh, and it ended up like on the apron on the side of the the okay. stage at uh, Berwyn. Yeah, Bourbon Street. Sorry. Uh-huh. So I was like, fuck. But then people started throwing dollars, so I, I couldn't take credit for it. But then yeah. I, I actually, I'm like, I'm not going to leave it there. So I went, I grabbed it, and I threw it. I, I, I think I saw that piece on YouTube or something where, like, you see my dumbass going up to the apron and grabbing it from the, <laughs> the ring. And, uh, and Penta sees it. Pentagon sees it. And it's like, oh, I know these. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, so that that was last year. That's crazy. It's been a year. It's been a year. This is the new Take No Prisoners. I think it should be their number one contender match. Elgin versus... Elgin versus Phoenix? No, oh, Elgin I mean, versus... Uh, Saber. Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can do little Zacky four belts. Did you, see, uh, did you see the picture that... Uh, uh, what's his name? ACH tweeted with, with the Zack Saber jacket. Like yeah. Black Saber Jr. <laughs> Black yeah. Saber Jr. Really funny. Yeah. That, that was, was great. Cool. Um... So yeah, May 6th, hopefully I'll be there. Yeah, May 6th. Uh, then the last match, Ray Phoenix, AR Fox. Bro, this took me to another level at the end of the match. Like, I'm going to just fast forward to the... Um, Versus OI4K for the tag titles. Fast yeah. forward and let me know. I Once it was the... Because there was no... It was a no... What, what do they call it? Broadway? Like, no decision? Like the, that's they what they call, broad, they call it Broadway? They call it Broadway? Yeah, it's Who like th- a 30-minute Broadway. I think uh, that's okay. the... The, the, the slang the lingo the, the lingo it was a, it went to it, it went to a draw so yeah, it went to a draw there was no finish draw. yeah um and like i don't think i've ever seen aw do that before i can't remember the last time they did it if, if you've been to more shows than i so right. i i don't think i've seen it no. because it was looking like 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 they made it believable that there was a back and forth yeah like you know at first you're like yeah it, it's a good in ring action, but we know the belts are not going to change. Like I don't think they will. It's just such a random and, team to yeah. give them to Fox and Phoenix, especially right? when yeah. you have the Lucha Brothers things going. Right, on. I think you mentioned that, that would have been more. That would have been more believable mm-hmm. if it was Penta and Ray. Just, yeah. Which, okay, so I'll talk about that in a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, so anyway, so once they were doing those uh, the Swanton and the four fifties, Air Fox and Phoenix, like they did that finish once, and it was a kick out, and then they went for it again. Um, I'm like, holy shit! Like this could happen. Like I, I believe that it could, it could be a possibility. And then the bell rings. It's like, like just from a finish standpoint, like I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so like, that makes people sense. started chanting bullshit, bullshit. But I, like it was perfect. Like, no, like, yeah, I, I, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I agree with you. Yeah, it's usually people get pissed at that. Mm-hmm. But and it's good. Like it, I. I like, yeah, get pissed at that. Like, you're supposed to. Like. Right, mm-hmm. right. It made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it made complete sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, some draws, like, when a draw happens on, I don't know, like, Raw or SmackDown, you're like, mm-hmm. or maybe even, like, a Has pay-per-view. Has there been a, a draw? Well, not, like, a time limit draw, but they have, like, they the have, like, no decisions and a bunch of bullshit like that. was actually at Blitz, and it was a Tommaso Ciampa match. Oh, okay. Um... And and mainly I went because I knew he was leaving the Indies and and it was also a WrestleFest. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You went. Oh yeah, you went to that. That was the yeah. most recent WrestleFest, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Who did he wrestle at that, Champa? Uh, I, I would dude? like to you if I made up the name. Okay. I, I can't remember. Okay. Like I know I was there for Champa. And, yeah. Um, I was able to you know talk to him for a long time there too. So. For, yeah, you told that. me about that. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that was the only you know the only time I had seen that. Uh, you know, no finish. And then the weird thing with uh, with Blitz is that they actually ended up 
adding an extra five minutes and then Champa loses. So I'm like, if you're going to finish it at yeah. a no finish, leave it there. Like, you know, yeah, but, I, I agree. Like, decisions like that need to be in the right spot. But if they're in mm-hmm. the right spot, they can completely work. Yeah. And I thought it completely worked. And for AEW, I had LaSalle, Pets of Redemption. That was a great finish. Yeah. Yeah, and I think so. Um, it leaves, maybe they'll do a follow-up in August. And, like, a, you know, you leave the fans wanting more. Back in, in LaSalle, like, closing yeah. the loop on it. Yeah, close the loop on it or something yeah. like that. Um. Cool. So that was the card. Uh, we met a friend there at AAW. Yeah. Really, real, real cool guy. Um, Trent, correct? Shout out to Trent. Shout out to Trent, uh, who works for AAW. Really cool guy. Um, we introduced ourselves because he reached out to us on Twitter. Yeah. And yeah, we were just chatting him up. And we'll probably talk to him now or like reach out to him and, you know, mm, just keep him just, updated yeah. on everything we're doing. And, make a point to say hi at AEW shows. So I thought that was really cool. That was like a really cool part of the trip mm-hmm. was just to know that people are out there and listening. And I think his comment was that we're different. Like we're a different kind of podcast. So, and that to me is like a huge compliment yeah. because, and, and I've, I picked up this term recently. People call, we would be considered like a stooge site. Okay. Like, there's, you know, you have all the stooge sites. So, mm-hmm. like, just sites who cover wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some legitimate, there's some more we'll legitimate. Have a site yet, bro. <laughs> well, well, we will have Coming a site. Coming soon. Coming soon. But it's just going to be like articles we write about. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, here are your rumors or anything like right, that. Right. No fucking dirt sheets or. Yeah. Whatever. We're not, because we're not, we don't mm-hmm. know. We don't right. know. We're not in the dirt sheets. But it's cool. It was cool to hear. That was, that was. Because that's gr- been gr- the intent all gr- along, just right. for us to just. Sit down, talk wrestling, like experience the indies. Right, and just be different. We just want to be different. Like, when we want to do this for a long time and legitimately, and we don't want to be like the first podcast that I was a part of, Lay at the Mat Down. Mm -hmm. We we had an identity crisis, you know? Like, we started talking about just things we liked, and then we were like, oh, let's cover rumors and recaps. Well, we, we just did a recap, but it's on an indie show. But we're like, let's recap. Right, well, you guys were recap well, uh, yeah. Raw, SmackDown. But every podcast and, does that, right? Yeah. So, like, we, we all the time, you and I talk about, wait, mm-hmm. like, let's just, like, let's just talk about different types of things at the buffet table and let's, like, really try to be different. Right, and it took us a while to even figure out the buffet table. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, but initially, the at, at heart, at the core, like, is just talking wrestling, you know, and, and I think, you know, one of the things that at least brought us together was, like, the indie shows, right? Like, yeah, we weren't like you know covering WWE all the time and nothing like that. Like, yeah, it was just a different experience, and and I think that's the biggest difference, right? Like, every indie show is different. Yeah, um, and the buffet line is always different. Yeah. So, what do you like from it? Yeah, it's more. This is the shows we are covering that we are recapping are more unique content because mm-hmm. you either or we're at the show. You're part of the somewhere between three hundred or seven hundred people who are at the show. Or, like, you bought the DVD or downloaded the MP4. So, what, like, another 300 mm-hmm. on top of that, maybe? So, it's just there's just still a lot of people out there that haven't... Wa- that that didn't go to Panther Redemption and don't right. know about it. And we're your source for that. And, like, all some other AEW freelance, any Chicago indie shows that we go to. So, that's one of the reasons why we like to talk about this. Plus other stuff as well mm-hmm. that comes up. But, um, yeah, I'm just really... It was really... It, it sat really well with me. 
that he said we were different. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, that's exactly what we want. We don't <laughs> want to be just like everybody else. We want to have our own identity. So I thought that was my, probably my favorite part of the trip. Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. to that for somebody to say, you know, something like that, and and somebody from you know that that, that listened to the podcast and yeah. it's like you're different, like that, that's pretty cool, and that's what we're we're striving for all the time. So yeah. Great. So thanks for joining us on the car ride there and then joining us um, the recap. in the recap as well. And uh, really quickly, at Two Heels in a Face, the number two on Twitter, um, to contribute to the podcast, we don't need you to give us money for... And these are all, these are all great venues. We're not asking for any Patreon donations. Right. We're not asking for Amazon links, at least not right now, but I think that's a cool <laughs> thing we maybe should do in the future. Really, all we're asking is for you to have a conversation with us, comments. Yeah, she doesn't know whether that be, yep. you know, on, on Twitter or... Um, you could do it on you SoundCloud. The, yeah, if you could do it on SoundCloud or if you want to mm-hmm. join the uh, Facebook discussion group that's out there too. Yeah. Um, you know, she us a note and... Uh, we'll send you the invite. It's not a closed group, too, right? No, no, no. It's uh, so it's uh, it's invite only. Okay, um, so it is a closed group. It's, I I, I think you it, could find it. You can find it. You can yeah, sorry, request to be. You can find it and request to be in there. Yeah, okay. but we have like a two heels and a face uh, discussion group yeah. where like anything. It's it's almost mm-hmm. like the what Matt Man does with their podcast, but they have a Matt Man discussion group on Facebook. Oh, okay. Which is really it's really cool to be in it because mm-hmm. you get people. Just updating you on like Come different on, things bro. that Someone's are happening. So much for being different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the same. We we stole that yeah, idea. Yeah, it's just a bunch but. of different people that are on there. Um, and just a quote, quick note. Uh, I don't know if we covered it, and probably I would, but uh, I think we were uh, talking about it on our way there while we we're trying to figure out how we we're going to record and make sure we didn't pass up any more exits. Um, <laughs> we passed up. We missed I, two exits. It was bad. I, I I discovered this new world of belt trading. Um, like WWE or ECW, like all these old school belts. Like, like there's a sneaker world for sneaker trading and buying. Like, there's a world like that on yeah. Facebook, and I thought it was great. Just because I've always wanted the smoking skull belt. Yeah, um, the community, the belt, the <laughs> championship belt trading community. Yeah, so like that was that was awesome to to find, and and you know I got added into the group or whatnot. So who knows? I might you know drop a couple hundred. <laughs> you will drop a couple on no, I'm just hint- subtly hinting, you know, like, hey, my birthday's coming up, Christmas coming up, it's fine, I'll take whatever. <laughs> if you're a wrestler and you see Chris at a show, that's your merch guy. You can you can sell some Chris some merch. Probably. They yeah, see you coming yeah, from Because I like to away. support, you know, the wrestlers. <laughs> not, not, not because I have an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's for the support of the wrestlers. You can... Yeah. That's that's what you tell Carl, right? Yeah. That's what I would tell Carl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Please just comment on start a yeah, conversation. Yeah, let us know with what you us. think. Give us some feedback, and we'll catch you next time on Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. Take care. Later.